Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon and welcome to Money Tips Daily. This is Charles Kelly. Well, in the US, uh, the 16th largest bank in America has just failed. It's just had to be taken over by the regulators and it's the largest bank collapse since 2008. But in the UK, the media is concentrated on much more important things than a bank collapse. It's football and Gary Lineker. Yes, all the media here is talking about Gary Lineker, how he's been suspended from match of the day and now his fellow presenters, uh, Alan Shearer and Ian Wright, have walked out in solidarity, you know, like like this sort of a minor strike thing, a secondary picketing and all that stuff that we had in the 70s. They've walked out and now other uh, presenters like Alex Scott and uh, a few others have, have said they're not going to go ahead. So they, the BBC have had to cancel Football Focus, which is a midday, Saturday midday show and, and, and Match of the Day will be not presented by anybody. We're just going to show football highlights. And it's all over Gary Lineker's comment, of course, about the government's handling of the, the migrant crisis and the people illegally coming here on, on boats. Now, whatever you think of that, uh, Gary Lineker's made several tweets about things in the past about migrants. I think the BBC was a bit embarrassed, so they've, they've suspended him and said, we've got to get this policy right. And uh, so, so now it's created this furore and, and it, it's become like national news. And after all, it is a football programme and it's a... Uh, not everyone even watches football. I know millions of people do watch it, but it's it's become a major thing. There's reporters camped outside of his house. Uh, Gary Lineker incidentally earns about 1.3 million for presenting a weekly show for a couple of hours. And that's when football is even playing. And I think it's an absurd amount of money to pay a presenter, no matter, no matter how good he is. And he is a good presenter, but it's a show that people would watch anyway, because They've got the, the the monopoly on the on the Saturday night highlights of of football. Of course, Sky shows the game live, but BBC have still got matches. It was a very popular program. It's not like you can watch the same football on other channels, so you don't really need a star presenter. People would watch it anyway to to, to see their favourite team playing. So so that's all about that. Let's get back to more important things, which is is this bank, Silicon Valley Bank. Now, you may not have heard of it. You might think it's some sort of micro bank, but it is actually quite a large bank. It's a multi-billion dollar bank, uh, 16th largest in, in the US. So it's no small fry bank. It's uh, been going since 1983, I believe. And, you know, it's it's a major thing because we, we saw in, in the, the last financial crisis uh, you know, when banks started to collapse, it, it brought down things like a deck of cards and the Federal Reserve and the governments had to step in. So it, it, this this could be the start of a new crisis. Now, we've heard lots of people talking about a liquidity crisis in, in the world going on at the moment with the Federal Reserve pulling back money. It's called quantitative tightening. Uh, quantitative easing is where they print money and quantitative tightening is where they somehow rein it in and cause the, the world to go into recession which is to, to get down inflation, which they caused through printing money. Yeah, I don't quite get it, but that, that's the way things seem to work. Um, so 
because the, the regulator stepped in, people's deposits are tied up in this bank. And it shows you what can happen in a, in a banking crisis that, you know, everyone tries to rush and get their money out. There was one firm that got uh, something like a million dollars out of the bank hours before it, it sort of closed its door. Other people have been trying to transfer money out but failed to do so. Uh, there's, there's there's photos on the Internet of people queuing up to to, to get into the bank. Uh, and, it you know, th this is what happens in, in a banking crisis. You get situations like this uh, where, you know, things just really go, go wrong. I'm just sharing the screen there. Credit investors see potential risk as uh, SVB collapse. So this is the bond market responding that there could be a risk to, to the whole markets because of things like this, because of banks collapsing uh, and it's 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 during they're sort of a tech based bank lending to tech firms but there are people who've got deposits in there are companies like Roco who have got something like I believe uh, 487 million dollars tied up in this bank so it, it's it's quite a serious issue you know you've got companies that have got major deposits in banks and that 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 shows you you know where is your money safe look uh, this is a, a tech company called Roco had 487 million in cash at failed bank. Uh, and, and that's just one of, you know, billions of dollars worth of deposits. Now, where a bank fails, what happens to people's money? Well, in the US, they protect people's deposits up to $250,000. Uh, and that's it. And and in the UK, because the, the, this bank has got a UK arm and, and the Bank of England said that, people's deposits would be protected up to £85,000. Now, I've talked about this before and I've said it's not a good idea to have all your eggs in one bank basket and, and to spread things around. Uh, so uh, it, it's, you know, it's it's not a good... And, and you can see here people queuing up to get in the bank, Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, so th this is this is a quite a serious thing. I mean, it's not... It's not uh, you know, a small thing. This, this, this could escalate into to bigger issues. And as I said, all we're talking about here in the UK, all over the news, is Gary Lineker. And and some people might say, well, who cares? But I think when it comes to bank failures, there's been there's been a little bit of coverage on it, but not not very much. And I, and I think this is is serious. Um. So the lesson here is to, you know, just be be aware of of what's going on with money, and and to think about really what is what is what is money. Uh, because we've seen that, you know, this stuff, these dollars can be just printed by by the Federal Reserve and the Bank of England have a way of printing. They don't literally sort of get printed off the press, but they create money through debt. And it's it's it, it is almost like, as, as some some would say, fake money because there's no nothing back in it. Um, so what is real money? Uh, is it this or, or is it this? Is it gold? I mean, this is a gold coin. It's a a one ounce coin worth about uh, 1,600, 1,700 pounds or uh, I think $1,800, something like that. I can't, I can't remember the, the price in dollars, but this is a, a, an ancient store of value, you know, used you know before the Romans time, gold was considered to be money. And the, these paper notes used to be backed by gold. So you could go into the bank and say, I would like, you know, it, it would say on a Bank of England note, the bearer of this this uh, note can exchange their money for gold at the Bank of England. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't say that anymore. And of course, in America, they took the US off the gold standard in 1971. That was under Nixon. And, and you know, they've had other gold 
crisis in America as well. Uh, it was Roosevelt that uh, told everyone, he had, every citizen, that they had to surrender their gold to uh, the, the Federal Reserve or to the, to the regulators at that time. And it was illegal for, for citizens to hold gold for, for many, many years in, in the US until fairly recently. Then, of course, there's silver. This is silver used to be used in coins uh, and, and until a few years ago. And of course, there's a famous story of the Romans uh, diluting the, 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 their coins and putting cheaper metals into coins, which then eventually led to their collapse as, as an empire because they, they had inflationary problems. And it's a bit like, you know, the more you print of this, the, the 30 trillion that have been printed of these, you know, since the last couple of years, the events of the last couple of years, is now causing rampant inflation. This this coin here, silver, silver coin, uh, worth about 16, 17 pounds, um, and it's got the King Charles head on it, so it's it's a new new silver coin. I, I I always like to keep a few gold and silver coins and and some money in gold. I wouldn't put all my money into gold, obviously, but uh, it's always useful to have a bit. It's a store of value, and I think it it could go up. And another development we've seen uh, in in the last few weeks is this this uh, you know situation with the war, which of course the regulators blame. Uh, the war on, on inflation. I don't think that's true. Uh, but we, we've seen this situation with the war and, and the fact that the European country said to, to Russia, we're not going to buy your natural gas, thus shooting themselves in the foot. And now we, we've seen record uh, prices for uh, natural gas, for, for oil, which is crippling industry across Europe and Germany. Uh, it's crippling producers of food in Holland that have these massive you know almost city-like uh, greenhouses which which need uh, carbon dioxide they need natural gas to, to power it they you know they can't just get this on wind farms and solar panels you know they, they need power and and now they've they've stopped producing there's massive demonstrations in Holland tractors uh, blocking roads and this sort of thing because they're not happy with, with the government's policy on this and, and, and also the green energy policy as well, which is stifling industry in Europe, not in China, not in Asia. And, and so we've got a lot of problems going on. And what, what Russia did when, when the West said, we're not going to buy anything from you, they just sold their oil and gas to countries like India and China. In fact, now they're coming off of the gold, uh, the, the dollar standard, the, the dollar reserve standard and, and trading in non-denominator, non-dollar denominated currencies like the, the Chinese currency. Uh, and this is taking away the dominance of the dollar as the world reserve currency. So what, what we're seeing is a new economy emerging, a new world order under the, the so-called BRICS countries, Brazil, uh, Russia, India, South Africa, and other countries want to join this 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 group uh, of, of countries to trade. And, and I think what, what happened with Russia, they, they sold uh, oil and gas to China. Uh, that they were paid in the Chinese currency, which then they, much of which they converted into gold on the Shanghai exchange. So this is outside of, of, of the US control. And maybe some, some are saying that the only way that the US can respond to this is through war. It's through uh, disrupting things in, in, you know, between Russia and countries that want to trade with them. Uh, so and now Iran wants to join BRICS as well. So we're seeing a lot of changes going on. 
And there's obviously a worrying sign of military buildups and China threatening to get involved with the war and, and other countries are joining in on Russia's side. So are we seeing the start of WW3? Some are saying it's already started. I, I, I dread to think what will happen next if it goes to the, the, the ultimate stage. Uh, so we're, we're seeing a lot of things going on. I, I've got to try and uh, remain positive, but prepare for the worst and and think about where your money is. Think about, uh, uh, you know, where you invest your money. Is it better off in assets than sitting in a bank account, for instance? And assets include include things like, you know, gold and silver as commodities, as metals. But it also includes uh, shares and property. However, I, I, I also believe that the stock market is due for a big correction, particularly with things like this. A bank failure uh, does not instill confidence in the markets. So I think we are due for a correction in stock prices, which have been on this almost continuous bull run since 2008. The demographics are, are not helping because a lot of baby boomers are coming to the end of their productive life. Um, and it'll be a long time before that. It'll be another few years before the millennials take over and start naturally through demographics, building up the economy again. So the lessons here is really to be aware of money, to learn more about money, to, to become more financially aware uh, so that you, you know what's going on in the world. And you can do this by, by reading. You can do this by attending a webinar that I'm running next Wednesday evening. Uh, where, where I'll be looking at money. I'll be looking at how to manage your money, how to invest your money for the future, uh, how to get control and build wealth for the future. It's not a get rich quick scheme. I'm not going to suggest people put their money into some crypto bablo thing to, to double their money in a year. You know, this is real stuff, a real thing. And, and I was a financial advisor for 25 years. So I know what I'm talking about. I've written two books on, on money and I'll, I'll be talk, giving my experience to you next Wednesday at 8pm. So look at that. It's, I'm, I'm going to go through the three steps to success money management, the three steps to First of all, getting control of your finances. Secondly, to uh, you know start to manage your money better and, and invest for the future. And, and thirdly, how to consistently maintain that over the future. And, and that, that is also about your money mindset. Uh, because if your money mindset's wrong, you'll never build wealth. You'll never be financially free. So I'll be talking about that in the webinar next Wednesday. So in, in the meantime, uh, as I said, Try and remain positive, but prepare for the worst. There's lots of things we can do uh, to, to prepare for the worst. And I'll, I'll be going through some of those things on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, 8 p.m. So you might be watching this the following week, um, uh, but, but don't worry. I, we'll, we'll put a link up to it. And if it's not, if you've missed the, the feed, because I, I tend to run them fortnightly. If you've missed one, there'll be another one to register for. And that, then you can join me there. It's a live webinar, live training. So in the meantime... Uh, have, have a great weekend. And, uh, you know, if, if you can't watch football, then you'll have to do something else. <laughs> but uh, I, I will see you again on the next broadcast. Have a great weekend and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 